0: Bonjour, c'est Marc. Bienvenue à En Route avec Coffee Break French. Pour l'avant-dernier épisode de cette saison d'En Route, nous nous rendons à Monaco, la principauté située entre Nice et la frontière italienne. Now this tiny principality, we're talking about just 202 hectares in total, has its own university, international football team, radio station, and of course its own royal family. On peut y arriver facilement par voiture, par bus, par train, et l'héliport de Monaco mais l'aéroport international nisco d'Azur aux portes de la principauté avec seulement 7 minutes de vol. Now, since arriving by helicopter is a bit beyond the budget for En route, I decided to take the train. Il s'agit d'un court trajet en train de 15 minutes de Menton, et je suis sur le point d'acheter mon billet. Donc, en route. Bonjour. Un aller-retour à Monaco, s'il vous plaît. 4,40€, s'il
1: vous plaît.
0: Le prochain train, il part à quelle heure 11h11. Très bien, merci. Vous avez dit combien
2: 4,40 euros. Voilà.
0: Et vous avez
1: l'aller-retour.
0: Merci beaucoup. Merci. Et maintenant, quelque chose de très important, il faut composter le billet. That is something very important. If you're ever getting on a train in France and you've bought a, a normal ticket, then you need to validate your ticket. Composter. Le billet, using the yellow machines that are in every station and on the platforms. So you basically put your ticket in, you get it validated, and that way you're equipped with a valid ticket for travel. We're on an express train, so we've not got much time before we arrive in Monaco. Let's find out a little more about Monaco with a fact file. This time, just from me, there's no Geraldine for this episode, unfortunately. Alors, Monaco est une petite ville-état sur la côte méditerranéenne, connue pour ses casinos haut de gamme, son port de plaisance rempli de yachts et son prestigieux Grand Prix de Formule 1 qui a lieu dans les rues de Monaco au mois de mai. Monte Carlo, son principal quartier, abrite d'élégants casinos belle époque et la salle Garnier, l'Opéra. Il compte également de nombreux hôtels de luxe, des boutiques et des restaurants. Il y a quatre quartiers qui composent la ville. Monacoville, le siège historique de la principauté qui occupe le rocher. C'est là où se trouve le palais princier. Ensuite, nous avons Monte-Carlo, qui est le quartier rassemblé autour de son casino. Nous avons La Condamine, le quartier qui en sert le port d'Hercule. Et finalement, Fontvieille, le nouveau quartier un peu plus industriel. Alors, nous sommes bien arrivés à Monaco-Monte-Carlo, dans le train. When you arrive in Monaco by train, the station is actually in a tunnel beneath the, the principality, beneath the, the city. And you have to decide which exit you leave from. One is in the direction of Monte Carlo, and the other is in the direction of Fontvieille and uh, the Rocher, the, the rock, the old town of Monaco. I'm going to head to the rock today, so I'm going to leave by the Fontvieille-Rocher exit. Et vous pouvez venir avec... there's something I should explain because you may hear some sounds in the background while we are visiting Monaco because we're actually visiting Monaco during the e Le Grand Prix pour les voitures électroniques so you may hear these sounds in the background but don't worry about it we'll find out more about the e a little later if you're visiting Monaco you need to make sure you have plenty of energy to get up the, the steps to the top of the rock and that's where we're headed now hopefully to catch the changing of the guard opportunity to speak to a family who were standing beside me at the changing of the guard. We're just outside the Royal Palace in Monaco and I'm speaking to some tourists. Bonjour, monsieur. Bonjour, monsieur. Vous êtes en vacances? Absolument, oui, oui. on est de passage à à Monaco. Et vous êtes venu exprès pour le Grand Prix? Oui, entre autres, et puis pour les 18 ans de ma fille.
1: Elle rêvait de voir Monaco et voilà, c'était l'occasion rêvée et on
0: on va pouvoir tout faire d'un coup et c'est parfait. Vous êtes d'où? On habite dans le Vaucluse en Provence, en dessous de, de Lyon, à peu près à, à deux heures de Lyon. Et vous venez souvent à Monaco
1: J'y ai travaillé. J'ai travaillé pendant 10 ans sur la Côte d'Azur et
0: j'avais des clients sur Monaco. Et je voulais euh, profiter de l'occasion pour montrer à mes enfants euh, cette magnifique principauté. Dites-moi mademoiselle, euh, ça vous plaît
1: euh, Oui, bah, j'ai pas encore pu visiter, ça fait une heure qu'on est arrivé, mais <rire> ouais c'est joli de ce que je vois.
0: Alors, euh, joyeux anniversaires mademoiselle Merci beaucoup Excellent. It's always great to find different accents when we're traveling and we've actually come across some Canadian visitors Bonjour madame Bonjour Vous êtes donc de, du Québec? Oui,
1: je viens du Québec, de la région de Montréal
0: Très bien, et dites-nous, euh, qu'est-ce que vous faites ici à Monaco?
1: Euh, nous sommes vis- venus visiter Monaco En fait, nous logeons à Nice et nous avons prévu visiter Monaco, Aise, Cannes et probablement aussi nous allons aller voir les Calanques
0: Très bien. Et donc, vous êtes euh, prof, peut-être?
1: Non, moi, non. Je suis pharmacienne, mais je, j'accompagne je, des amis qui sont professeurs aussi.
0: Très bien. Donc, vous avez un groupe d'étudiants qui, qui oui. visitent. Euh...
1: Oui. C'est, les, les professeurs sont <rire> juste là.
0: D'accord. Madame, vous êtes professeur
1: Oui. Euh, j'enseigne au Québec.
0: Et donc, euh, vos étudiants qui, qui sont ici, ils, ils, ce sont des, des francophones?
1: Oui, ils sont tous francophones. Euh, ils viennent d'un, d'une école québécoise. Puis, on vient ici pour euh, s'entraîner dans la région de Nice. Puis euh, ils vont en football américain, en football. Il y a aussi la course à pied, puis Athlétis. notre athlétisme. Euh, oui. Puis on, on visite la Côte d'Azur en même temps, là. Donc aujourd'hui, on est à Monaco, là. Euh, bon, on est venu voir euh, le palais. Euh, on a visité le palais avec eux. On va aller voir le musée océano- océanographique, le, le mot difficile à dire. <rire>
0: c'est pas évident.
1: <rire> non, c'est ça. Et on va aller aussi voir euh, dans le coin de Monte Carlo avec eux aussi, là. Donc on va faire le tour avec eux.
0: Super. Bon, uh, bonne journée.
1: Ben, merci beaucoup.
0: It's always great to hear different accents and to be exposed to different accents in the language that you're learning. In this case, French Canadian from Quebec. So the first lady I spoke to was a pharmacist, and she was accompanying her friends, who were teachers, and they were working with a group of students who were training in uh, the area in Nice and in Monaco. Uh, they play American football, football, and, and athletics, and so on but they were visiting the area for tourism as well. Now, the teacher spoke about the fact that they were going to visit the Musée Oceanographique, a very famous museum on the the rock in in Monaco. But she found the word oceanographique naturally quite difficult to to say. And you'll hear here where she says, uh, c'est difficile à dire. She really uses quite a a Canadian pronunciation using the z for the d-i, so difficile à dire. And also she said, c'est ça uh, c'est ça, becomes more C'est ça, in parts of French-speaking Canada.
1: On va aller voir le musée Océano- océanographique, le, le mot difficile à dire. <laughs> c'est pas évident. <laughs> non, c'est ça. Et on va aller aussi voir dans le coin de Monte Carlo avec eux aussi. Là. Donc on va faire le tour avec eux.
0: Just one other thing here. I responded to the lady's difficulty by saying c'est pas évident, ce n'est pas évident. And évident literally means evident or obvious, but you can use this in a way to mean it's not easy or it's not straightforward. And sometimes if you're getting a little muddled with your French and you're trying to say something and it's not coming out quite right, then you can gain yourself some time by saying c'est pas évident or parler français, c'est pas évident. Uh, Speaking French is not easy or not straightforward, especially if you're a learner. So there you go, a little tip. Before we started putting together En Route, we got in touch with a number of people to see if they would be able to help us. And one of the people that I spoke to before I arrived in the south of France was Kevin. So I took the opportunity to meet with Kevin when I was in Monaco. I had been in contact with someone who is very, very familiar with this area before I came. And I'm delighted to be sitting, having a coffee break with Kevin now. Bonjour, Kevin. Bonjour. Vous allez bien? Oui, très bien, Merci. Now, Kevin, would you like to introduce yourself, please, for our listeners?
2: My name's Kevin Hinn. I'm the founder and author of the French Riviera blog, uh, frenchrivierablog.com, which is a blog I launched about 13 years ago when I was uh, running and managing a hotel in Nice. I'm a British national. I was born in London, and I moved to Monaco 28 years ago when I was uh, 11 years old, and have uh, lived and worked here pretty much on and off uh, apart from university ever since. My, blog, uh, my blog's aim is to give an insider's point of view on the French Riviera, to go beyond the clichés and to really help visitors find out exactly what is off the beaten track and to really understand the culture and the, what goes behind the economy, the culture and to see the most beautiful sights of the French Riviera without necessarily being ripped off.
0: But for our listeners who maybe haven't been to Monaco at all, what would you say the, the things that they must see in terms of the, the most common sights would be?
2: Obviously, what the general image of Monaco is glitz and glamour. So you can get that. You can also get other things. In terms of the glitz and glamour, of course, the Monte Carlo Casino, which is a totally stunning building, which uh, really gets you into the James Bond atmosphere. There's also the whole Grand Prix circuit, the main harbour, Port Hercules, where the yachts, and uh, the billionaire's yachts and all that. It's really the millionaire's playground, which you can see uh, the Grand Prix is, is on every May each year. And there's also the historical side, the more traditional side of Monaco. And Monaco's got a 700-year-old history of independence, 720 years now, and it's all centred around the old town, which is Baroque, where we are sitting having our coffee break right now. You've got the Prince's Palace, where the Grimaldi family live. There's the Oceanographic Museum, one of, the, one of Europe's best aquariums aquariums and also the wonderful little streets of the old town and the d'Ar market where you can eat traditional food at very low prices so it goes against the cliches of monaco being expensive and just uh, just a place where you find caviar lasagnas
0: kevin thank you so much for giving up your time to to come and speak to me for this coffee break and uh, how can our listeners find you
2: I can be found. Uh, well, you can check out my website uh, www.frenchriviera-blog-with-hyphens.com. Fantastic. Merci beaucoup. Merci à vous.
0: We've already mentioned the epre, the event that was happening while we were recording in Monaco. Alors, on est à Monaco, comme vous le savez bien. Et en fait, aujourd'hui, il y a un événement un peu spécial à Monaco. Ce n'est pas le Grand Prix, mais c'est le e-prix. Et c'est là Electronic Cars race around the circuit of the famous Grand Prix here in Monaco. It's a slightly modified circuit, it's a 2 kilometer circuit, but nonetheless, the e-cars are racing around this track, and it is indeed a very spectacular occasion. The tribune are full of racegoers enjoying the spectacle in beautiful, warm afternoon sunshine. The, the noise isn't quite the same as the, the actual Grand Prix, but when you think about these cars being electric, it's quite impressive the speeds that they are doing as far as I can understand they have to change cars halfway through because the amount of of power that they have won't see them through the 51 laps of the race Now, I have to say that if Formula 1 or indeed Formula E is not quite your thing, then probably May is not the best time to come to Monaco. It's actually very difficult to get around during the Grand Prix and the Ypres, because lots of parts of the the city or the principality are actually closed off. And if your idea is to watch the race, watch the the goings-on without a ticket, then you'll probably find it very difficult, unless you happen to know someone who lives near the, the, the circuit I remember being invited to a a friend's house to watch the Grand Prix when I was working here for the year And we watched it from a a balcony, a very nice balcony up in the rocher uh, of the the old town, looking down over the track with canopies and champagne. It was wonderful. But unless you happen to know someone here, it's pretty difficult to see things unless you buy a ticket. Now, the tickets aren't too expensive. Obviously, they go up to very, very high prices. But but I got my ticket today for just 20 euros, which isn't bad going for an afternoon's entertainment in the sunshine, especially when it's a sort of once or twice in a lifetime thing. I spoke to the couple sitting beside me, and the lady, Séverine, agreed to describe what she saw for listeners of Coffee Break French.
1: Donc nous sommes nous sommes à Monaco aujourd'hui sous un soleil terrible. Euh, nous passons un bon moment à regarder donc le, le circuit des voitures. Euh, ce qui est surprenant ici, c'est Euh, surtout le, le bruit, euh, parce que pour de la F1, euh, parfois on pourrait penser que, que c'est très sonore. Euh, et là justement les voitures filent, le bruit file, c'est, c'est, c'est assez surprenant de ce point de vue-là. Il y a beaucoup de monde. Il y a beaucoup de monde, beaucoup de spectateurs, il y a beaucoup de tribunes aussi. Euh, c'est assez plaisant. Euh, on passe une très bonne journée.
0: Merci beaucoup et bonne journée. Merci. Alors, c'est presque tout pour cet épisode de Coffee Break French. J'espère, comme d'habitude, que cela vous a plu et que vous avez bien appris des choses. Et voilà, donc merci beaucoup et à la prochaine. Au revoir.